Welcome to the Sparks Podcast, your go-to source for all things holistic wellness. This show is all about igniting your inner spark and helping you shine your brightest. Each episode is packed with tips, tools, and inspiration to help you create positive change in your life. I believe that when you spark your inner fire, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. So get ready to ignite your passion and create a life that's full of joy, vitality, and purpose. This is the Sparks Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Sparks Podcast. I am so, so excited today to share this episode with you. My guest is Sarah Boltz, who is one of my best friends. Um, We met in our college sorority and have known each other for probably like 11 years, and I am just so excited to have her on today. Sarah has been into fitness since high school, and she kicked it up a notch when she decided that she wanted to train to become a CrossFit Games athlete. Sarah has become a CrossFit L2 trainer, a Precision Nutrition L1 trainer, and a business owner. Her business, Built by Bolts, is all about using nutrition and exercise to fuel your stoke. What that means is properly fueling your body with healthy foods to give you the most amount of energy possible to achieve your goals. In her spare time, you can find Sarah cuddled up with her dog, Brandy, and husband, Max, or scoping the beach for some waves to surf. Without further ado, let's talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Hi. So excited to be here. It's going to be fun. It is. And I've probably already talked about this in the intro, but if I forgot for some reason, Sarah and I have known each other since college. So it's been a really long time. When was that? Like, what, sophomore year? 2012? <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh it's been 11 years that's yeah time, right? <laughs> yeah it's over a decade that's over a impressive. decade <laughs> I know so I'm very excited to have you on the podcast um just because you know I've followed your journey since I met you mm-hmm. um through ups and downs and you've just come out to such an amazing place and you're now working with with people to help them live amazing lives too. And I'm excited for you to be here. So if you wouldn't mind, just share with the audience a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. So we can actually work from college. That's a good place to start. So in college, I was getting really into um, fitness, especially towards like the end of college, like junior, senior year. And I knew that I wanted to go into personal training. So I got my personal training certification, I think six months after we graduated. And then I started working in the field about three months after that. So about nine months total after graduating, I was working part-time at first. And then I ended up uh, going full-time with it. I had like 10 to 12 clients that I'd see multiple times a week. And that was really fun and I liked it, but I wanted to grow a bit more. So I switched to another gym where they were a lot bigger. They had a lot more resources. It was much faster paced. That was like group classes and personal training. I was doing, I think like 35, 40 hours of personal training a week. It was wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, But I learned a lot in that process. 
And then I got in this really bad car accident where I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was not fine at all. It had reawoken my eating disorder. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just a little, you know, phase or something, or maybe I'm just feeling this kind of way and it's nothing to do with anything. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. And then it just kept getting worse and like snowballing. And so eventually it got to a point where I just felt completely nuts. Like I was like having emotional breakdowns about going out for someone's birthday and there's just no way to live, you know? So then I um, looked at a rehab facility near me at the time. So I was living in Pittsburgh and I found one and I got on their wait list. Like basically you go in, I think it depends on what level of care you need, but because I was outpatient, I think they could put me on a wait list. I don't know if that's the case for all of them though. And so they put me on a wait list and it was about two weeks. And I got a phone call that said like Monday, you're coming in. Yeah. So there were three nights a week that I went, it was like three hours. So we did like one hour of work. Then we did one hour to eat dinner together. And then one hour after to kind of like debrief and stuff like that. So that was, that was like six weeks. Yeah. It was six weeks of doing that. And it was a really intense process. I also learned that I had depression anxiety, which I didn't know that I had. Like yeah. I thought it was just, Oh, I can, I remember being very resistant to pills too. Like they, the psychiatrist was like, Oh, like we can prescribe this for you if you want. So what I think you have. And I was like, Nope, I'm going to like meditate my way out of this and like turmeric and whatever, all yeah. natural thing that I can. And then after a week of being in uh, rehab, I was done. I really just needed like something to kind of take the edge off and it really helped. It helped me expand a little bit more. So that was kind of nice. And it was also a nice lesson in, you don't know, everything. And that it kind of forced me to not judge people who do decide like, Hey, pharmaceuticals, not bad for you. Take those pills, baby. Sometimes if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so since then, uh, see, I got married. You remember? Uh, I'm married after that. And then I started working Lululemon left, moved to Florida, ended up working as a CrossFit coach, still works as a CrossFit coach. And now I also work as a nutrition coach and started my own business back in September built by Bolt. So that was really exciting. And uh, yeah, had multiple clients um, with multiple goals too. Like that's been really fun. Cause I think sometimes people hear nutrition, they automatically go, Oh, weight loss. But no, I had like two people who wanted to gain weight and I was like, okay, like, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to put on muscle? And one who was a cancer patient, just trying to maintain. And that was a challenge, but every challenge that I've had has been really fun to work with this person, whoever they are. And then people who like maybe do have weight loss goals, like your typical client, quote unquote, it's also been fun to work. Their celebration is just like so much fun for their success. So it's been a really incredible journey so far. Yeah. We have so many facets to your journey too. And I feel like there's a lot that people can learn from you just in so many different ways. And it's interesting. I I wonder if you could talk a little bit about, so you went into the nutrition space and fitness Mm -hmm. and then had this eating disorder kind of reactivate. And then after you've healed from it or, you know, in recovery with it, you're 
back in nutrition and fitness. I'm curious what that process is like, because it's kind of constantly thinking about, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. What is that process like to be in a health and wellness industry while, you know, having something that you're working through yourself? That's a really great question. So it's kind of like, there's like a before and after literally Um, before I was so concerned with looking like a personal trainer. Like I had to like, quote unquote, look the part. I had to be like a certain size. I was very attached to a certain weight that I needed to be a certain clothing size, um, how my appearance looked and just like little things like that. And then after leaving rehab, I'd also been doing CrossFit more consistently. And I was more concerned with being like a CrossFit athlete. So my goal is to make it to the CrossFit games to compete. It's like the highest level of sport. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, but that doesn't always allow me to fit into what I used to think of as this is what a fitness person should look like. So it's been very different and it's been much more about appreciating what my body can do. I'm definitely like, like I'm heavier and that's kind of a weird thing to think about some days. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm heavier, but I'm also a lot happier. I can do a lot more. I have more energy. So there's also that side where it's like, I'm brought like, I'm just gonna say bluntly, I'm a better person (laughs) this time around. Yeah. And also I think going through rehab really shaped that for me because I really try to understand what every client is going through, even if it's just like a member in class, like it's not always about this certain aesthetic or something like that. There may be something else going on underneath that we don't know about. So I always try to look at the whole picture instead. And I think before I was just so concerned about like, do I look the part? Do my clients look like they're getting what they want, et cetera. And when I took that pressure off, my clients are doing great. Like they're, they're totally fine. And like they're hitting their goals. And if they're not, it's kind of like, all right, let's rework it. Tell me a little bit more about your life as a whole, instead of just what you ate. Cause it's yeah, a whole, whole big puzzle. Exactly. The big picture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, what you said about, even back to the, the thing you said about the medication, like until you're at a place where you realize what it, what life is, you know, for somebody who might need a medication mm-hmm. or when you, until you experience the deep depression or the whatever, it's hard to accept that in others, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's unfortunate that so many of us have to experience the depths of <laughs> life yeah. in order to be open to that. But mm-hmm. I think that's why, you know, you and I are coaches too. It's because yeah. we've been there and back again and, <laughs> moving ourselves through it. So I, I, yeah, I think it's really amazing that you're able to, to open yourself up to what anybody's experience is, Uh, even if now you haven't experienced it yourself. So it's very exciting. Have you ever heard the phrase where it's, I'm going to butcher it or I might, but it's kind of like, whatever you don't like in another person is what you don't like about yourself. Yes. yet have you ever heard that phrase oh yes I think about that often when I work with people and I'm like oh no I gotta do some work on that right 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I literally just read a passage from a book this morning about that exact quote, which is oh, wow, that's so <laughs> the book is quit like a woman. It's about boring oh. sobriety. It's very interesting actually. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she was saying that like she would go to these yoga classes and hate this man who hated her too. And she's like, this guy sucks. And she realized <laughs> like, he's just me reflected back at me. So that's so interesting. Yeah, it really is interesting. Um, so anyways, can you talk a little bit more about what it is that, that actually, I want to take a step back to your healing because you have healed from the eating disorder, but you also talked about anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. um, and not realizing that you had it, which I think is so fascinating. And I think a lot of people might find themselves in that spot. Um, so can you talk a little bit about kind of the practices that you've put in place to keep managing that for yourself now? Yeah. So I've got a couple really basic ones. And actually I did all three this morning, just the season in my life that I'm in, I need as much stress relief as possible. So I like to do breath work. Um, There's this really great book. Hold on. My Kindle's right next to me so I can pull it out. Um, There's this great book that kind of explains the benefits of breath work and then has almost like work quote unquote workouts in the back but it's just different ways of using breath work Mm. um to either like increase your energy increase your calm or like something like that oh it's called the illuminated breath and it's by dylan werner if you're an aloe yoga person who likes to you know watch their channel or use their app he is a yoga instructor on that. And I think he actually teaches the sequences on the app, but wow. breath work is a must at least like a 10 minute practice. And even sometimes I do like what I call snack practices. So like little tiny bites of like a four, seven, eight breath in my car if I'm really getting overwhelmed. Or like if I'm in the middle of coaching, like music's bumping, I've got 25 people in class and then something's just going wrong. Something's just not firing correctly with my brain. Like there's some anxiety that doesn't need to be there for the situation. I might do it just while they're doing like their conditioning part of the workout so that I can kind of do like, all right, three rounds of that go step in and coach. And then that allows me to still like be present. Mm-hmm. Um, I also journal. It's really helpful to me. Yeah. I also like to draw when I journal. So that's been nice oh. to like that creativity. Yeah. I can show you some photos. They're cute. I love that. Um, thanks. But yeah, it's just like letting your creativity go out and be like, Oh, what am I thinking about right now? And then just like putting that like around the page has been really fun. And it's also just keeps you so present, you know, like you're so focused on what does this look like? And then putting colors together. And I think that's also translated over into my business as well. Um, and then on top of that, I also do, uh, like to spend time reading the Bible and also listening sometimes to inspirational passages. Cause I think, honestly, I think Christianity gets such a weird like reputation where I feel like people are either like, Oh no, you're going to push this on me. Or like, you know, they think about like documentaries from like the early two thousands. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's not the whole picture. And I think that I was lucky enough to find a sect that I really vibe with and that I can be like oh okay I understand and I I actually feel comforted by this versus like you know some other sex that maybe people don't feel that way 
Um, but those practices are all things that like I need to do and reading, reading before I go to bed is mission critical. Reading Reading Mm -hmm. best. (laughs) It is. It really is. Go anywhere with your book. Yes. Agreed. How did you over, you know, your recovery and getting to where you are now and, you know, doing CrossFit and all that, how did you find these practices? What did it take for you to kind of develop this new way of existing in the world? This is a great question. So I would say yoga at the time I was going to rehab, I was also working on Lululemon and part of their benefit at the time, I don't know anymore, was they kind of gave you like a card that it was almost like an, uh, like one of those like credit card gift cards that you could swipe at like a yoga studio across or like whatever, just because they wanted you to be out in the community and also to take care of yourself by being able to work out. So I was using that a lot more for like yoga classes and things like that at the time. And I was really just helpful. It's helpful to connect with my peers because like disorders are very eating disorders, especially are very isolating. So I was very, very sucked into myself. Like my scope of life was very, very, very small. So I could like connect with people being like, do you want to go to yoga? Cause my team was also not much of a CrossFit team at yeah. the time. And that's <laughs> totally fine. It's hard, it's hard to do. And it's hard to, for people to understand like, Oh no, I actually can do this workout. I just don't have to do all the crazy things that some other people like to do, which is totally fine. Some people never want to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something I kind of implemented through that. And then I think I really kept like really kept it after the beach yoga at my bachelorette party. That was just so like mm-hmm. peace. It was such a peaceful experience. And I was like, oh, you can achieve this peace anytime. Like just right. pop, like, you know, video, something like that. Journaling. Um, I think that's mostly from keeping a blog when I was in rehab because I just didn't want to talk about it so many times. So I kept a blog and I would just like send it out to people. So that I was like, I don't have to keep talking about it. You just read the page that's all you gotta do and um the feedback that I got was that was really like funny but it was also sad but also it was also informative to like help people understand what was going on so I think that habit kind of stuck with me of just okay let's like write down your feelings so you get them out a different way you don't have to hold on to them or sit with them you let it go into your journal and then uh finding Christianity (laughs) it's a really funny story and if anyone is Christian listening to this I hope you laugh. Yeah. Um, so I started probably an overuse thing, but I had an injury that I didn't know I had. So again, just more things I didn't know. Um, so I used to be like such an avid runner and then I was doing CrossFit and I couldn't run as much anymore. And I was like, why not? Like, this is not how it's supposed to go based on the methodology and it hurt. So then I went to a chiropractor and like, it hurt like just below my left knee, but it wasn't like an ACL thing. It was like off to the side. It was weird. I was like, this feels so weird. Yeah, it was really weird. It wasn't an LCA, nothing. So then I went and got it checked and they said, oh, you probably have IT band syndrome. And I said, I don't think so. Cause if I had IT band syndrome, I, I wouldn't be able to squat without pain. Right. And they were like, yeah, that could also do it. Like there was just some things where it's like, no, that eliminates the factor. So I went and got a second opinion, a different chiropractor. As soon as she touched the area, she goes, did you know that your fibular head popped out? So essentially, yeah. So essentially like the head of one of my bones had like popped out of place. And then my muscles just tightened around it to like hold it. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. So she like had to loosen the muscles. Eventually she got it to go back in and like, I didn't feel a thing. 
apparently there's a small percent of the population that won't feel a thing. I'm not a medical person. Don't quote me on that. But that was my experience. <laughs> so Yikes. Yeah. So then I had to kind of make sure it was like loosened. I had to go like once every two weeks and like make sure it was loosened and then get adjusted. Um, we also did cupping, which have you had cupping done? I have not. Okay. It's, it's kind of, it's an interesting experience. Um, I get what they call a cupping hangover and everyone's like, yeah, cause it pulls the toxins to the surface. I'm like, yeah, it definitely does. I feel hungover. <laughs> yeah. But they would do like my calf to like pull the blood up. So I'd have like all these like little like suction cup things on there and they would like drag it around. So after I got loosened, uh, I really wanted to run again. It was like the only thing I really wanted to do. And, you know, and so I'm running and running and it's still like kind of hurting. So before one run, I'm like, okay, I've done everything like sciency. I foam rolled, I stretched, I've done a little bit like literally out of it. And then it just seemed like my last resort. And so I just like looked up at this guy. It was just like, Hey God, if you can let me run this run, like pain-free and like, just, I don't care if it's slow maybe we can have a chit chat, which is not how that relationship is supposed to work. <laughs> but I did get a pain-free run out of it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain. Yeah. So then I started reading the Bible, like literally from the front and I was going to go front to back. And Max, uh, my husband's name is Max. His pastor was like, no, you should probably do it this way. Otherwise you're going to be <laughs> really bored. <laughs> so, I did. And then I ended up getting baptized when I was 26. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that wild? So, yeah. yeah, So that's how that all came to be. (laughs) I love that so much because it's, I mean, regardless of what your religion is or your spirituality, Mm -hmm. that's something that can happen. Like for me, I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. Yeah. And like looking at I'll pull a card, for example, or see an angel number. And Mm -hmm, they're always mm -hmm. saying like, just trust in me, you know, just let it go and know that we're here to guide you and support you. And I think it's just amazing when you have that moment of realization to say, ah, there's something bigger than me that's helping me along. Exactly. That's that's great. I love that so much. (laughs) Yeah. I see. I love that. Like, that's my thing is I don't, it's also what makes me like a quote unquote bad Christian is I, I want whatever works best for that person. Like the spirituality that speaks to you, dude, go ahead. Yeah. Like find what works for you and what keeps you like going. Right. I love that. And know that. Yes. Like you walk by someone's mailbox. Like today I saw one, I was walking by, I was doing like a run and it was rainy and like, ironically I was running. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was rainy and it was cold. And I looked over and the mailbox is eight one one one. Yeah. I see that one, one, one. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's best. It's, and you have to open yourself up to it also. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I did, um, a Reiki class or not class, a Reiki session. And it was super eye-opening and she was saying like your crown chakra is incredibly open and you're super in touch with the spirit and I see all of your guides in this room right now and it's like you have a whole freaking council of people and I'm like okay yeah great and great. I walk out and um and sh- and it's 5 55 p.m and 5 5 5 means change and it was just like a moment of hi oh, oh my give myself yeah. over <laughs> 
I have chills. That's wild. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I think that's amazing. And I feel like I'm curious from your perspective, if that's kind of one of the biggest things for you, if that's helped you to continue to move is having this trust in something beyond yourself mm-hmm. instead of putting all the pressure on yourself. Yeah, it really has. So my last season for um, CrossFit competing was literally my best season to date. And like, pre- it was like a really crazy season. So in the fall of 2022, I'd done like two qualifiers back to back, like at the same time, which is really hard to do in the first place. Cause you got to keep the workout straight. You have to film them. You're trying to perform your best. And like, if you want to redo any of them or have to redo any of them to get a better placing, that's really rough just on your body, on your mind, on your emotions. I was very emotional at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that was rough in and of itself. But then also looking at the schedule and I remember telling my coach and she just said, okay, let's go. We had one, we'd started in January. So we had one, two weeks, the second one, two weeks CrossFit open, which is like one workout, three weeks, basically. So it's one per week. So that was a little bit of a break, but you still know you have that like really like tough one on a Friday night. And then we had quarterfinals. So it was like two weeks and then a weekend of just like, go, 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 go. Um, and like full send. Cause I was like, that is my goal is to make it as close to semifinals, if not qualify as possible. So mm-hmm. I missed qualifying for semifinals, but I didn't miss by much. And I specifically know what I need to work on. Oh yeah. And because the season was so nuts and especially because like I have zero control over what workout comes out, I really just surrendered that and was just kind of like relying on like I'm prepared and what I'm not prepared for, I'm going to learn. So there's, this is going to be fine. And it ended up being my best season to date. So yeah, that's definitely. That's such a great way, such a growth mindset to approach it that way. Like whatever I'm not prepared for I'm gonna learn you know I love that (laughs) it's tough and it doesn't always feel that way in the moment I won't lie so like as soon as like if a workout doesn't go well I'm kind of like I need to stew on it and just be mad and like talk to my coach and then I'm gonna be okay right and she also like my first quarterfinals there's a workout where I went in thinking I was gonna do really well and then I didn't and so I texted her and I was like upset and I was like literally crying and my husband was there judging me and um she texted him and she said okay give her like five minutes and if she's not like getting up and pulling down you need to get her up and get her moving she's got another one to do today like yeah. she's got to yeah I love that it's feel your feelings and then move them out <laughs> exactly like don't you can't just sit and then you have to keep going like acknowledge yeah. them they're there they're valid all that good stuff <laughs> you gotta go get it out shake it out yeah. <laughs> exactly yes shake it out shake it off Taylor Swift whatever you gotta do yeah. <laughs> I love that very good very helpful advice uh, I want to talk about what the work that you do with your clients too so um, yeah you're in you do kind of nutrition and fitness stuff. And I want, first of all, you to just talk a little bit about what it is that you do for folks. Um, but also just want to make sure to, to call out that you're not necessarily making everyone do CrossFit. Correct. <laughs> so Correct. yeah, Correct. Do you just talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So let's do nutrition first and then I'll get into what my programming looks like. Great. So for fitness. So uh, nutritionally, basically whatever goal you have in mind, it is my 
objective to help you get it. That's the very like boring cut and dry way of saying what it is, but it ends up being more of like a relationship. So I actually wrote a blog post about this, about like having a successful first like consultation. And it's really more about like getting to know each other and getting a vibe for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so especially cause you're going to be vulnerable. Like you're telling me like what your weight is. And I know for women, especially men too, but women, I just know a little bit more that can be really scary to tell someone else your weight, especially when you're like, they're professional and you're like, Oh my gosh, they're going to be judging me, things like that. So it can be, it can be a very intense experience for some people. Some people are totally fine with it. But basically what I do is talk to them about what their goals are. So like I said earlier, I've worked with people who wanted to gain weight, some people want to lose weight, some people want to put on muscle, whatever it is, we're going to figure that out. And then I go through their lifestyle habits. So it's like, all right, I have one client who's a teacher. So she's on her feet a lot of the day. And she also coaches flag footballs. I'm like, all right, you're moving. Yeah. <laughs> you're moving. Yeah. And she's active. She works out. So it's like, okay, you're moving and grooving. I have one client who is not on her feet as much. And she doesn't currently have much of a fitness routine. And so I'm like, okay, great. Let's figure out, you know, what your needs are. And then we talk about, um, what I want them to eat in terms of like protein, carbohydrates, fats, all that good stuff. Um, so what they need to hit per day. So I give it to them in numbers it's called macros. If anyone ever heard of the, like, if it fits your macros, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I give them this plan and then we talk through it together. So it also comes with like a hand portion guide that I just put up on Instagram, but it's just basically guided servings. And then if someone doesn't want to weigh and measure, cause that can be very tedious, they don't have to, they can just take their hand, do portions, especially like if some of my clients have previous history with eating disorders, I really encourage them to do the hand portioning yeah. just because depending on like their triggers, the weighing and measuring might be a little bit too much and may cause like, um, a negative relationship with food again. So we right. want to kind of think about the whole person. Then we kind of talk through what they want, what they like to eat. I don't give them meal plans because let's be real. If you ever followed a meal plan, you did it for two weeks and then you stopped and you hated the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, I want, and also I'm like, you're an adult. I want you to figure out what you like. So if they're, let's say they're gold, I don't like veggies, but I really want to try to get more in because I know they're good for me. It's like, okay, great. We're going to sneak them into like a smoothie and then maybe we'll try them like this or like that. And then we'll kind of build from there. So it's also kind of like lifestyle habits as well that I coach them with in addition, but it's more like through the lens of nutrition. Right. And then, uh, basically we talk like once a week and it's like, you want to send me photos. Like I prefer photos just so we all have like a visual, especially for them to say like, this is where I started. This is where I am. Like I have clients who've lost like 20 plus pounds and like, they look at the photos and just the look on their face and the like sense of accomplishment that they feel, that's what gets me like super hyped up about it. It's what I really, really love. Um, so that's the nutrition side or the uh, yes, nutrition side and then fitness side. So the fitness side also depends on what their goals are. So I do tell people that I program through a lens of CrossFit, but that doesn't mean that everyone's going to be doing like a handstand push up because it's not always appropriate (laughs) for someone like yes you should be able to put something up over your head but that doesn't mean that I'm like okay you have to be upside down to do it it might be like okay you're gonna do like a dumbbell press and I may keep some of the time domains and some of like the 
rap scheme kind of things, like a really popular one, really famous one. Everyone knows like 21, 15, 9 kind of deal. And it's supposed to be fast, but I'll explain it. And then it's kind of like, oh, I'm doing really CrossFit light or something like that. My goal is mostly that your fitness program is something that mirrors something you would do in real life. Like you need to be able to sit down and stand up like a squat. You need to be able to bend over, pick something up like a deadlift. Like we already said, press overhead, that kind of thing. You need to be able to rotate without like yeah, breaking your back all the time. Right. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So functional fitness. And it depends. Do you want like how many times a week are we talking about? Like, are you just using it to supplement? Some people are just like, Hey, I really just, I want to get my first pull up. I've never done a strict pull up. Great. We're just going to work on you being able to do a strict pull up so you can pull your body up to get your chin over a bar. But that's like, it's all about that person's goal. It's never necessarily like I'm telling them they have to do things a certain way. It's like, I I will guide you, but I will not impose too much on you because I want it to be like a collaborative relationship between me and the client for them to live their best life. Because if I'm not there, what are you going to do? That's the whole point. Yeah. I like that. It's, um, how did you word it? Like CrossFit through a CrossFit lens kind of, because it's Mm -hmm. for me who has never done CrossFit, the prospect of going to a CrossFit gym makes me want to cry. (laughs) 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 But you know, everyone I talk to who does it is like, Ashley, there are so many levels to this. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's nice. What you do is kind of a stepping stone to, to, to different levels to it. And you can, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's honest, it can be really intimidating. Like, especially a lot of gyms, it's like garage doors open, music bumping, like you see barbells getting dropped. So it's really loud. There's guys with their shirts off, their girls, their shirts off. You're (laughs) like, I can't, I remember the first time I walked into a CrossFit gym where like girls were like working on booty shorts and, um, like sports bras and I was like I want to be that confident yeah right (laughs) yeah you're like oh my god I want to be that confident (laughs) yeah now you are (laughs) yeah exactly so I like yeah so I I totally get it it's a very very stimulating situation to walk into just like visually like everything and then there's like people are like chalking up. So it's chalk. You're like, I smell chalk. I smell sweat. I smell pre-workout. Yeah. It can be a whole sensory experience. (laughs) So no, I totally get it. And like people who even just like walk into a gym, even if you tell the coach, like, please leave me alone. I give you so much credit. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. If if someone's never been to a gym before and they're like, I've never worked out. It's like, okay, we're going to talk about how we're going to start this together. So you don't throw yourself in and like, I feel like we've all done those programs where like you do them and then you're just in pain for days and you never want to do them again. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, the work you do is kind of setting folks up from where they're at. So it can be kind mm-hmm. of any starting point for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any starting point. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. very exciting. And do you do, is this um, in-person virtual? How do How do you work with folks? So I mostly do uh, virtual and I see people in the gym, like I have clients from the gym, obviously I see them in person. So I'll check in with them in person. Or if I haven't heard from them, I'll like text them be like, yo, are you like, how are you on your macros? Are you happy? Are you like, 
are you hungry? Like, tell me how you're feeling. Tell me about your energy levels. Um, and then there's some people who like prefer a more in-person touch. So if they're local to me, that's fine. If they're not, they want to see me face to face. Totally understood. Cause you do get a lot of facial cues from someone. I'm like, great. If you want to FaceTime or Zoom, whatever, yeah. we can do that. Um, so it kind of depends on what they want, but there are some people that I've seen in person. Actually, yeah. I have an appointment next week that I'm going to see in person. So love it. So you don't need to live in Florida to work with Sarah. <laughs> nope. You do not have to live in Florida. You just oh, have to be willing to put in work and we can do that. <laughs> I love it. Well, I want to move into the questions I ask everybody. Oh, sweet. Let's go. Let's do it. The first one is what are you consuming right now? Not food related, but like, what are you reading and watching and listening to that's that you're bringing into your life? Okay. The word consuming for me, I was just listening to a podcast and I wish I remembered which one, because I would say that's what I was listening to, where they were talking about when you wake up in the morning, are you consuming or creating? And it was just a really interesting way to kind of think about how you start your day. And so I was like, wow. So now I start like, yes, I consume things like I consume like a devotional, but then like this morning I was doing some creating work. So I was working on things for built by bolts and I was like creating those things. And it just felt different. It was like, oh, I'm getting like things accomplished. I'm not just sitting here mindlessly scrolling. I'm actually like enjoying my coffee and just like okay okay so that's I love that and they say right? first thing that's in the morning is when your energetic creative juices flow better too so exactly exactly <laughs> um okay so what I'm listening to as always I'm listening to my favorite murder because it makes me laugh <laughs> so hard have you ever listened so to them good. yes I have they're so <laughs> funny <laughs> they're so good <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah. So my favorite murder has definitely been on there. Um, another one, RX mindset podcast. I forget exactly what the name is, but I just finished their program for, um, mental training, like for athletes. And it was really, oh. informative. so yeah. that's been really fun for me. So I love to listen to them. Just kind of review, um, reading for pleasure. I'm reading Kate Morton's homecoming. That's been a really fun read it's like there's a murder it's like a family they ruled in a family murder suicide oh gosh but that's but it's it's like unclear how they died and then i think it's like 50 to 60 years later this girl is living in london and her grandma who's in australia where the murder happened uh her grandma fell down the stairs trying to get into the attic that she wasn't supposed to go into when she was a kid So then she comes back and she's starting to realize the connections between her grandmother and this family. Oh, I want to read it. (laughs) It's really interesting. It's really good. It flips off back and forth. It's it's so interesting. First of all, I just have to say, I think it's hilarious that you said such a fun read. It's about a (laughs) murder-suicide. Oh, yeah, that's a quote I'm pulling. <laughs> Let's put that on Instagram. <laughs> but, oh, my God. I have, I have such a sense of humor, though. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my to-read list. <laughs> it's really good. And then the second one that I'm reading for business, I try to read one for pleasure, one for business. It took me a long time to finish my first one, my first business book. 
Um, but this one is everything is figure outable. Yes. Marie Forleo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I, I just started that yesterday. Nice. So I'm very young in that book. So yeah. And then watching you read it. I have not read it. it. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, oh, let's have to tell me how it is. I will. And then watching have like, okay. So Max and I have like so many TV shows we watch together. We're watching next level chef, which is like, have you ever seen this show? Nope. Okay. So it's like three levels of chef of kitchens. There's like top tier Michelin star middle. Okay. Like, you know, typical restaurant. And then the basement, which is like, like basically horrible cooking conditions. Like, there's no like vermin or anything but that's kind of the whole thing so then um you basically get selected based on how good the dish you put up is to go into which kitchen oh. so it's yeah it's really interesting that's like how well can you cook with anything wow that's pretty interesting it is so we're watching that um <laughs> my guilty pleasure farmer wants a wife <laughs> what in the world <laughs> it's, basically, it's basically like the bachelor so i've never watched the bachelor and i hate watching the bachelor i've tried multiple times i've never watched a full season i don't think i've even made it through a full episode farmer wants a wife though i'm addicted so it's <laughs> there's like four farmers and then they um basically pick like five different girls to like bring back to the farm and then they go on like individual dates and there's like drama between the girls but it's just like can they can these girls like work on a farm because if you're going to be married to a farmer you're going to work like that's the whole idea it's it's amazing what is <laughs> this on uh I don't know what I've been watching it on Hulu oh Hulu okay well I know what I'm doing with my <laughs> evening <laughs> and then Ted Lasso because Ted Lasso is amazing so good I love it well, you have a really a ton of amazing things that now I need to look into. <laughs> my second question is, so my business is discovering sparks and it was named from, um, you know, the sparks that I find just out in the world, like a little yellow daffodil or something. That's just a reminder that life is beautiful. And so I love to ask what your sparks are. Oh, I actually have a really specific one. So there's these like little leaves. Like, I feel like when I say leaves fall in Florida, people are like, what? You have fall? It's not really fall. They just, you know, life cycle still happens in trees. Yep. So there's these little leaves that sometimes when they fall, they make a heart. Like oh. they just look like a heart. Anytime I see one, it almost feels like a little love note. So I'll always take a picture of it and post it on my Instagram story because I don't know if someone needs it or not. But figure it would be a little extra love. So that's beautiful. Leaves. I love that. Okay. I'm going to look out for them on your story. <laughs> um, so my last main question that I ask is um, to give folks a pep talk. And from, for your lens, I would love if you could kind of think back to where you were in the dark days that you had. And for mm-hmm. somebody that's there right now, what would you tell them for how life can change and, and how to keep going? Oh, that's such a good question. I always think that I would go back to myself, like my 2017, 2018 self and just tell her like, you're going to do so many amazing things and you're going to be so shocked at what you're going to do. 
you just need to get through this. Like you just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You just need to make the next right decision that's going to get you out of this hole. Cause I was highly motivated to be recovered. And that's like one thing they put in my chart on the first day. It's like really motivated to recover. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just making sure like, okay, I want to recover, but I need to do the next right thing. So if the next right thing is eating that full meal, all right, we're going to do it. Is it uncomfortable after sometimes? Yeah. But then it's going to get me where I want to go. And now I think about it. Like I have this whole life, like it, it's like everything expanded. And so it's like, things are going to expand and grow and it's going to be amazing. You just have to keep putting that next foot in front of the other. Yeah. I love that. No matter how big or how small the step too, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any kind of step is a step. Yes. I love that. Amazing advice. Thank you so much. This has been so great. And I'm just taking up your entire day here because it's been such a good conversation, but I really want, <laughs> I want you to be able to share with people how they can find you and work with you. Yes. So you can find me if you want to follow my athlete journey. I try to keep things separate because my business is my business. I am my person. So if you want to follow my athlete journey, you're going to follow Sarah with an H J bolts on Instagram. So Sarah J bolts, B O L T Z. And then for the business, you're going to follow built by bolts on Instagram. You can probably find them through each other because I tag both and things, but, um, follow built by bulls. I like to tell people for nutrition and fitness with a side of Stoke, because it is also kind of like, it's got a surfy vibe to it, which is really fun. I love that. (laughs) And people can contact you through your Instagram. Yes. You can reach out to me through Instagram. Uh, my email is builtbybolts at gmail.com. And I now have a website up. So big girl things so you can now go to builtbybolts.squarespace.com and then you can read my blog sign up for the newsletter all that good stuff I love it so much this has just been the most fantastic conversation I'm so happy that it got to be with you who I love (laughs) a little catch-up time but also it's just I love your story and your journey and I know you're going to help so many people and already have so I hope that folks who are listening to this will go find you follow along and work with you as well thank you thank you I hope you loved that episode as much as I did. And if you did, please subscribe and rate and review this podcast. It would mean the world to me. And head over to Instagram and share a screenshot of your favorite part of the podcast and tag me and share it with a friend to let me know how much you liked it. So thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week.